The following is my conversation with guest Chris Duffin about retroflexion in the fence. Enjoy. Mm. Brought to you by March Dife Limited. Brought to you by March Dife Limited. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. So, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about retroflexion and what it is? Retroflexion is when light hits an object and is reflected back out again. So if you have an object in front of a white or light colored wall, that object will be reflecting a lot of the light back out. But if you have an object in front of a black or dark colored wall, the object will be absorbing a lot of the light because there's not as much reflection happening. So obviously, retroflexion affects objects in a variety of ways. What other applications does retroflexion have? Retroflexion can also be used to determine the shape of an object. For example, if you shine a light on an object and then turn the light off, you can still see the outline of the object because the light is reflecting off of the objects in the background and then coming back to your eye. That makes sense. So what do you think is the potential downside to retroflexion? The potential downside to retroflexion is that it can be difficult to see in low light situations. Also, retroflexion can sometimes cause reflections on different objects to appear merged together instead of being distinguishable. That makes sense. So is retroflexion something that we're going to start seeing more and more of as time goes on? I think that retroflexion is definitely going to become more common as technology gets better and people are able to create more reflected light. Right now, there are certain products that are able to create a lot of retroflective light, like car windows and sunglasses. But I think that eventually we'll see more and more devices being created that are specifically designed to create reflected light. That's definitely true. So overall, what do you think of retroflexion? I think that it's an interesting phenomenon that can be used in a variety of different ways. That's definitely true. So Chris, what do you think of the fence? The fence is getting closer and closer to coming contagious. Oh, really? Why do you think that is? Basically, the fence is creating a lot of reflected light, which is attracting more and more insects to it. And eventually, the insects will attach themselves to the fence and disperse the virus further. That sounds like a very plausible theory. Do you think that this could actually happen in the near future? I don't think that it's going to happen anytime soon, but I think that it's definitely something that people should keep in mind. That's definitely true. So overall, do you have any final thoughts on retroflexion in the fence? Overall, I think that retroflexion is an interesting phenomenon that can be used in a variety of different ways. I think that it's important to keep in mind the potential downside of retroflexion, which is that it can be difficult to see in low light situations. But I think that ultimately, it'll be something that everyone starts seeing more and more of. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out Chris' website and blog for more information about retroflexion and the fence. And as always, we'll end the podcast with a poem. Have you heard of the spaghetti monster? He's a creature straight from our nightmares. He's made of noodles and sauce, and he loves to play with light. He reflects everything that comes his way, and soon the fence could be his game.